Yeah, so I guess Zoe Deschanel dumped the guy from Death Cab, right? This is like 12 years old. Zoe Deschanel, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I guess the guy went nuts. Are you shitting me? I think he's back to being normal now, but... I mean... He was devastated. I wonder, do you think he's devastated? Because it's like we talk about with how in movies or just society, they always want to paint the jock as the date rapist. Yes. And the the sensitive guy with bangs as the... Yeah. But it's the exact opposite. The, like The, the guy, guy in the corner with the notebook sketching the bloody body with an axe hanging out of it is usually the one... Yes. Yeah, if, yeah. if you look at 90% of date rapists, they're always the guy who listens to indie music and yep. fucking doesn't like sports. But so that's my thing. Was Do you think he was actually devastated because he was so in love with her? Or do you think it's because he recognizes he's the nerdy kid that never got the hot girl, but because he was famous and successful, he got her and he'll likely never get someone as hot again. Oh, wow. Because she's pretty hot. Jesus. Yeah, she's really hot. Zoe Deschanel. Because in high school, she's when, like when she, you're a guy and you get dumped by a girl in high school, most of the time, if she's hot, it's devastating because you're like, I don't know if I'll date a hot enough girl like that again. Who knows if I'll ever, if I'll ever date another hot. Exactly. Before I know it, I'm going to be dating fats. And I think that's what the death cab for cutie guy was going through. I don't think he was actually in love with her. I think he just knew that I peaked. I'm never going to get some of that hot again. Ah. What do you think of her? What do you think of her as a blonde and elf versus perfectly a dark haired? Well, so as a blonde and elf, she's perfectly very hot. Yes. I agreed. prefer her as a uh, agreed a black haired emo chick. Worst example of going blonde ever is Katy Perry. Horrific. She's so hot with dark hair. Yep. She's got the features for it, the blue eyes, the oh, big tits. Yep. And uh, well, she also cut it to boy short. Yes. So that's but that's why it's a double in fracture because the blonde would be a bad move anyway. Right. Right. And the blonde right. with like my haircut. Oh, fuck. Not a good look. Not great. Not fantastic. We're going to wait and see. You should see what they're saying about her. That's not good. Not great. Katie All right. Perry. We'll officially start the podcast. Oh, yeah. Right. right. Are we recording? We're uh, we're rolling, as we say in the business. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 165, I'm pretty sure, of I'm So Sure Cas. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Zim everybody. Good to be here. Oh, dude. Great to be here. Folks, we just had a... Uh, a we we had uh, we did a throwback comida a la casa de tequila we did tequila I got the tequila fajita we, we had some Latinx Yalakab. Latinx oh dude uh, Latinx uh, I don't know how to say server yeah we had a guy that was uh, from Latin lands as our server Era. but maybe he was a girl I don't know a lot of Latinx people at that place very good workers very attentive it's like the it's like the the father that's not understanding of 
of the trans thing. He goes, yeah, he was he was a great server, but he could have also been a girl. We're not sure. Um, but dude, it was it was pretty f- delicious. First, they seated us in a on an ice cube. It was cold with the air conditioning blowing just thirty Check mile please. an hour gusts. Damn. And we sat there and waited thirty mile an hour and thirty degree Fahrenheit gusts. Oh, it's fucking horrible. And I was like, dude, should we just not sit here? And Tim Jim was like, yeah, dude, fuck this table, man. And so we just got up and went to the bar. Well, I always prefer the bar anyway when there's less than three people. Isn't it funny that we both prefer the bar, but we went there a thousand times and every time we didn't sit at the bar? I think maybe it's because one of us thought the other wanted the table. And then once we did the table once, yeah, it was like, okay, well, when we go to ta- Casa Tequila, we get a table. Tequila. Yeah, it just came the so it's thing. Like Casa Tequila. Just became the way to do things, I guess. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so next time we go there, we'll sit at the fucking bar. Oh. That taberna. It's going to be freaking great. It's a marzcapone. Oh. An jalapeno. Maybe a margarita. So at that... Uh, oh, at, I'm making myself cringe just doing that. At David... I know. At David Morgan's wedding, there was the uh, the Lebanese chick that was single or whatever. Ooh. That David was like, oh, this girl's single. Like, you know, wink, wink or whatever. Like beforehand. And I asked about, you know, like what her political affiliation was, et cetera, et cetera. This De- is a giant... Decided cop. I probably wanted nothing to do with her, but... You know, was still open to like looking at her when we I finally saw her in person. But anyways, that's you know whatever. Neither here nor there. Well, it was going to be a short term relationship either way. Yeah, it would have been a day long. But um, Kev reminded me of uh, first of all the phrase Habibi, which in in fucking Lebanese is like my love. But supposedly that's towards it's like a grandmother saying it towards a boy. But if you say Habibti, it's like towards a woman. Ah. So then Kev was like, oh, ah. the Habibti. And then I was like, oh, yeah. What are the Lebanese things I know how to say? Yalla is one of them. Right. So then me and Kev just basically walked around saying Yalla Habibti like all fucking weekend. Yep. And now when me and Kev hang out. That's all you can say. It's all I can say. I'll be like, yo, Kev, pass me the Yalla uh, mayonnaise over there. It's basically like what. Stabak was yes. last weekend. Stabak. Now yeah. it's Yala Habibti. Yeah, what was her deal? She was trying to um she was trying to the bartender. I'm pretty sure, yeah. She was blackout drunk. Um I didn't really say any words to her. I'm pretty sure when I walked by her early on in the in the evening that there was like the classic uh straight out of a movie, like three girls all sta- standing around covering their mouths. Whispering to each other as I walked by. Whispering full volume. Yeah, that's him. You know what I mean? But then other than I didn't really talk to her the whole night until like towards the end of the night I said a couple words to her. And she was so cocked she gave me the shrugs. Ooh, yeah. And I was like, Oh, this girl's gone. And then next I saw her, she was standing behind the bar with the bartender, just like on like leaning on the bar, just being cocked. And probably sucked him off or something. Very possible. Very possible. But I wanted nothing to do with it because uh, she mail-in voted for Joe Biden seven times, I was told. so. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm all set, dude. Yeah, that'll happen. That will yeah. happen. Well, it didn't help that uh, your ring... It didn't help that your ringtone is this. America, it didn't, no. Yeah, but the thing with those... Um, 
not a technical setup, but when right. you're, you're both aware that you're the single people. Yep. Um, you got to get that going early on or it's never going to happen. Imagine this was actually my ringtone. I, I am the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. <laughs> or this is your ringtone. This is a giant cock. <laughs> is, it, is someone's phone going off? This is a giant cock. Hello, giant cock this here. This is a giant cock. <laughs> this is a giant cock. This is a giant cock. Oh, fuck. Cock. Wait, that's my phone. <laughs> this is a giant cock. Who is it? <laughs> Um. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> but yeah, when you get when you get those opportunities, if within the first twenty minutes, there's not any redeemable sign of of mutual uh, attraction. No, and she seemed more interested in Ian's girlfriend than anyone else. So right, Ian was like, "This might go very well for me." It could. <laughs> he could have had a menage. A menage toi. Menage toi. But I believe he did not have one, so it just went regular for him. Sorry, Ann. Sorry, buddy. Words with the spelling. Ian. Sorry, Ion. <laughs> um, just kidding. Friggin', I feel like I was gonna say something about something at some point. We today. were talking about Yala Habibti. Yala Habibti. Yeah. We were talking about the Marscapone. Marscapone. Oh, I took my car to the shop today. So bought my car, got my car now, folks. Uh, listen, I know. Listen, I know. It's great. It's black on black, which is what I wanted. You know, it's a six-speed, fantastic, blah, blah, blah. I found uh, some really weird hazing on like a quarter of the car on the paint. So I'm going to have to have that. You were hazed at the dealership? Have that corrected. No, I think the guy just let it sit in the same spot in his driveway and the sun hit one side of the car. Every day for like a year, you know what I mean? Mm. And then I also, um, sorry, fucking upstairs. And then uh, I thought I needed a wheel bearing, so I brought it in. I was like, bro, the fucking thing's so loud on the highway and shit. And he looked at it, and he's like, no, wheel bearings are fine. You do need brakes, so I did those, and you need new tires. So the sound was tires. So ah. I had my brother order some. Does it have a cup holder? Has two cup holders. It's even got a cup holder. Has How's that smile? Four, actually. You're kidding. No, I'm dead. F- I'm fucking dead serious. Do you have bread? We have potatoes. But frankly, when you look at what they're saying about me. So this is the third car you purchased in six weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, I like to say Not- third, but it's really, it's really second. But I drove another car in addition, so it seems like three. No, 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 no. The Beamer. Yeah, I didn't buy that. Oh, well, that counts, though, because you, you basically would have bought it. Yeah, I owned it, it for like four or five days. You mentally owned it. Yeah. For like three weeks. For like five days. Dude, you were waiting for that fucking thing for a while. Get the fuck. Oh, that one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. that's what I'm. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not talking about your brother's one. I'm talking about right, the one from Portland or whatever. Yeah, Washington. And so you got that one. Yep. Then you got the... canceled it. And then got the A6. Yeah. Sent it back. Oh, dude. So you did buy it. You basically did purchase three cars. Basically. Again, not your fault. In this market, you can't fucking test drive the things. It's fucking true, dude. This one I test drove. 
But uh, also, I'll I'll speak quietly because he's upstairs. But my dad, Hold up. my dad, fucked up, dude. I had a, I fucked up. I was like, Dad, listen, the title to the A six. So this is when I still thought I was keeping it, right? I'm like, the title to the A six is coming. You have to sign for it. It's coming FedEx. So just for the folks at home, the A six was the falsely advertised. Car, shit, shit car. Shit car. That I sent back. That you may have seen on Instagram. That's correct. So I was like, Dad, just stay home, wait for FedEx, sign for the title. Okay. Uh he missed them. Like the like the <laughs> first day, right? So then the car comes. <laughs> I'm like torn about keeping it. They come again. They he watches them in the camera. Cause we have fucking security cameras everywhere. Well, see you later. Because I'm like, goddamn fucking Bobby Axelrod, dude, from Billions. But um, he sees FedEx come drop a package inside our house, like open the door, drop it in, leave. One minute later, come back, reach in, grab the package, leave. Why do they do that? So first of all, he watched this happen on the cameras. He watched them. In real time. I'm pretty sure. And if not, it was like 30 seconds after it happened. Watched in real time them drop the package off at the house and then just decided to just keep sitting in his chair. So if it's a thing I've been waiting for, you know, get up, go get it. Right. You know, whatever. It's like the The one task he. Yes. Yeah. This is his one task. But he didn't. So they came back, got it, left. Now, my interpretation of these happenings is the person came, dropped off the package, left, went, oh, fuck, I was supposed to have them sign for that. Yes. Came back just to cover their ass and grab the package and said they weren't home. Right. <sighs> so then the next fucking, now I determine I don't want the car. I'm going to send it back. I start doing the process of that. Still, I'm like, dad, the title fucking, don't fuck it up this time. This is like the third delivery attempt. <laughs> yeah. I fucking need it. Okay. So, uh, he catches them. They ring the doorbell. He comes down. Oh, perfect. Hello, I'm here. Yeah, now we're all good. They go, here is the package that I need you to sign for. And he goes, nope, I'm going to refuse the package. And they probably were like, ah, okay. And then left. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Then texts me and says, FedEx came. I'm like, sick. He yeah, goes, perfect. I refused the package. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm in the car with my mom on the way to like test drive a Mercedes. And I just go, no, what the fuck? And she goes, what? I go, dad just fucking refused the title to the fucking A6. And then you know how like married couples are. My mom starts getting so pissed. She goes, "Why the fuck would he do that?" She goes, <laughs> "Is she actually dropping?" F-bombs? Oh yeah, she's pissed. She's like, "I'm calling him right now. Why the? F- why would he do that?" I'm like, "Don't call him, mom. Don't call him. Just let it go, mom. Just let, just fucking let it go." <laughs> so I'm talking my mom off a cliff at this point. And um, did you listen to her? Did she call him? Uh, she listened to me. She did not call him. So she's like, "Why the fuck would he do that?" And and I. You know, I am an apple that fell off the tree, okay? So in most senses, I understand my dad's thinking. Right. So I already know what his thinking was. His thinking was, 
if I refuse the package. You never owned the car. They will send it back. Oh, right, right, right. They return to sender. To Virginia, which is where the package ultimately needs to go. It'll save him the postage. It'll save my son $15. Yeah. Okay. Moderately sound thinking. But the part, you know, that he like left out of the thinking is when they when you do that, they don't just overnight it back to the no, fucking it's... people. They bring it back to FedEx and then it just like sits in a pile for two fucking weeks. Yes. And then eventually it gets ground shipped back to where it came. And just to interject to prove that point, Dave Vicenzi sent his wedding invitation to Washington Street instead of Washington Avenue. Yeah. So I never got the fucking invite. Yep. It was six weeks later that they returned it to Dave, and that's when he realized he put the wrong address. Jesus Christ. So it's true what you said. It, return to center doesn't return to center for at least a month. Yeah, because now you paid to get the package from one place to another. Now they have to get the package back to another place that you didn't pay for. Then they're going to do it in the most economical fucking way possible. Yeah. So unless someone just so happens to be going to that neighborhood, it's not fucking going back. I wonder if uh, DJ's blood is boiling because we're besmirching. We the... probably are besmirching. It's FedEx too, but that's... A, oh, like, yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of, you know, different. But it's the same ballpark. If if it were USPS... The wedding, in, the wedding invite was USPS. If it were USPS, I'd be asking DJ to help me out here and dive into the fucking pile and find it. But it's not. So... um I keep getting texts that it's going to be delivered here, and then it, they don't don't attempt again. It's fucking in limbo. Mm. So I called today. I was like, "Listen, what the fuck's up with this package?" They're like, "Oh, we can have it delivered again today." I'm like, "I would." I go, "What the fuck do I?" So do? they still said that after it was refused. Yeah, I go, "Tell me what the fuck to do here." I need the package to send it back. Like, if if it comes, I'm overnighting it back immediately. And he goes, oh, well, you can just tell me to send it back and I'll just send it back. I'm like, I'm like, fine, just do that. Okay. So it's going back. I don't know at what speed. But, but I, you at least know it's en route. It's en route. And I, and I just, route. I can't even express how, f- how my outcry when he proudly exclaimed <laughs> that he refused the package. It's so much worse when, because it's so... Uh, it's, you know, you're disappointing them, but you're so mad that you're like, what? I, I it's a weird emotion because you it was know, so weird. because you know they're going from such high, yeah, to such a low after you reamed them out. Not that you reamed them out, but I'm saying, yeah, if you, if he could see your inner thoughts, yeah, my response, the pride was- he felt would would. Immediately vanish. My response was like a passive aggressive thing, like, oh, accepting the package and overnighting it back probably would have been the better option, but thanks. I appreciate it. That works too. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you. No, that's the other thing too that I noticed. Just how you described there is my relationship with my dad. And I've noticed these younger kids don't have any respect Definitely. for their dads. Absolutely. If. You were born in the year, uh, let's say, 2002. Mm. So now you're 20. You bought a car, yep. and your dad does that. 
I'm gonna say. Oh, they're like, Dad, what the? I'm fuck, gonna say seventy percent are going, Dad. What are you? What are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. You know. Yeah, oh yeah, I know what you mean. So I guess the good news is you are a uh, respectful son. That's true. I am. The downside is now because I'm respectful. I have a fucking $12,000 loan out on a car that I don't I fucked up. own and I can't get the money back until they get the title. Yeah. So maybe that'll take six weeks. But I will say, which means I'll have to start making payments on the loan of the car. I don't know. <laughs> that would be egregious, but uh, I will say want to beer me that uh, beer opener. Yep. The whole angry. I've been trying to apply the angry letter philosophy, you know, where you, you write an angry letter. And you rip it up. Well, you put it in the drawer, put it in like a Starbucks for <laughs> for like two days. Make it like a backpack, yeah. And then typically you're like, all right, you know. Do you read it late, like two days later? Why do you put it in a drawer? Here's why. Let's say you really fucking piss me off. Yeah, okay. Right? And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write him a letter and tell him exactly why I'm fucking pissed off. So I write three pages. This whole premise is ridiculous. And it's a venting uh, situation. Yep. yep. Okay. You you sleep on it, and you're like, oh. is it really that big of a deal? Guess not. And you just saved yourself a confrontation now, because if now it's not a big deal. But if I had confronted you at the time, now we both would be dealing with the residual effects of an argument. And all that stuff. Basically, this is a long-winded way of saying I'm trying to apply the angry letter technique more and more uh, and just keeping my mouth shut for like a day. And it tends to... uh, It tends to subside. Now, don't do that if you actually have a thing to get off your chest. Don't be a pussy. Don't just let someone roll over on you. So after, so you write the letter, you put it in the drawer. After two days, if you're still pissed, do you send the letter? Is that the point? Yeah, I guess. But the reason I brought this up is I would say even the. Are you trying to twist off and not twist off, Cap? No, I'm trying to twist it on. Uh, This is the empty (laughs) one. Well, I like to keep it together. No, I get it. I get it. That, but that, uh, that, yeah. Okay, go ahead. My point is, even if you were completely fucked and you had to start uh, making like one loan payment, right? Yeah. Obviously, it'll very unlikely come to that. But I'm saying 10 years from now, you'd rather go, oh, yeah, than have a memory of you freaking out on your dad because oh, for sure. because now you had to spend fucking $400 on a fucking car loan in addition to the 12K you're waiting to get reimbursed. Bro, listen. I'm, about, a, I'm a better texter than speaker because that would have been a no, three-sentence text. fucking fine, dude. Listen, I'm... This is a giant cock. About as laid back as they come. You are very laid back. Okay. I, I don't think... I think I've maybe seen you stressed out once or twice in my life. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and I'll get stressed out, but I'm still just... No, you but know. everyone gets stressed out. So that, but you've probably seen me stressed out like forty-five times. Right. 
You know what I mean? Right. You're very even keeled. I'm more, uh, you know, I'm the guy that's going to mail the angry letter five seconds after he writes it. Couple perfect examples. Uh, was at my old house. Had a beautiful uh, V8 Audi A6. Yeah. Loved the fucking thing. Had to go somewhere. I ran out, got in my car, turned it on. Oh, forgot my phone. Got out of the car. Car backs itself out of the garage, rips the door off. Oh, yes. I remember this. I just go, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> that was my response. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just whatever. Force the door shut. Go about my day. Start yep. scheduling, fixing it. It is what it is. Okay. I'm a very it is what it is type person. Yeah. Fucking you hit, are. It, hit it. I'm sure both my examples are cars. Hit a fucking deer. Crushed the roof of my beautiful 2012 Audi A5. Yeah, but the material we got out of that. I just was like, bro, are you kidding me? That this was ridiculous. So fucking funny. And then you just you just roll with it, baby. I, I bring my car to the fucking shop. Oh, needs eleven hundred dollars worth of shit and new tires. So that's like two grand worth of shit. Whatever, man. Yeah. Life is cool. I'm chilling. So I never understood that. But now that I work from home, I'm much more zen. Because here's the thing, man. If I fuck up my car, I really don't give a shit. And I remember like when me and Jess f- first started dating, there was like a blizzard, right? You cold? No, I don't know why I'm doing that. There was a blizzard. You're talking about a blizzard and rubbing your hands. That is it. true. Maybe that was like a... Uh, like a psychosomatic thing? Yeah. Yeah. We like first started dating. She had the WRX. I had my, I don't know, ASX, I'm assuming, which was mine was amazing in the snow, but she had like summer tires. Mm. They were f- useless in the snow. And we were like, oh, blah, 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 we'll go here. And I was like, leave your car here because it's shit in the snow. I'll just drive. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, no, 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 you're going to get stuck. She's like, nah, it's fine. Get stuck. She gets so stuck. She gets like a stump. Luckily, I had a shovel. I'm like shoveling her out, pushing. I'm yeah, s- see, I would have been like, this is why I'm I... S- yeah, well, yeah. See, I'm soaking wet. I'm freezing. Didn't lose my temperature, my temper even for two seconds. Oh, I couldn't have done that. Because here's the thing. Man. I respect... I wish I were you, though. I'm not... No, I get it. I'm, I, you, t- you have the more commendable temperament. This all goes back to a, a childhood memory. So, so we'll get to that point. Oh. But my whole mentality is... Whether you're being a pissed off asshole or whether you're cool as a fucking cucumber, the situation does not change. That is very true. So why be a pissed off asshole? And it perpetuates the shittiness by being a pissed off asshole. Not to mention, like, say you, you, you know, some fucking you order something. It's like it's like fucking six hundred dollars. Right. And they accidentally charge you three times. Some people would call that call up and be like, "Hey, you fucking assholes! Yeah, that charged one, me fucking. Yeah, that's never a wise move. Eighteen hundred motherfuckers or whatever. They're just gonna not want to help you, right? Or if you're just like, "Hey, man, listen, there's a I agree with mistake. that mistake. <laughs> I wonder if you can help me out, Janice. They're like, "Oh yeah, let me get that taken care of. It, you get and more they, shit done. And they're like, "This person has a situation that I see every day, but here's you screaming at me." Right. This guy's going on top of my list. Granted, did I get banned from the Methuen Fire Department for screaming at the fucking moron of a cunt lady? Wait, what happened? This was years ago. 
But all right, so so remind me to come back to the Methuen, ch- the childhood memory of why. Oh I, no, go to that now because I want to hear this. Okay, I'll so, remember the Methuen FD. So growing up, my dad was a little bit things. Part of the reason I have such respect for him, little bit of a yeller. Yeah, kind of strict, little bit scary. Yeah, I think everyone's dad you should be scary. Be. You got to be scary. Hey, dads, you got to be scared. The The rule is you can be friends with your dad when you're young, or you can be friends with your dad when you're old. And it's very seldom both. Right. Most of my friends that have the closest relationships with their dads were more or less scared shitless of them up until they were like 14. Yeah, so either you're going to have a 14-year-long uh, uh, friendship from zero to 14. From zero to 14 or from 14 to like fucking 60. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was pretty scary. I'd get like a fucking D and he'd just be screaming and be like, what the fuck? You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then uh, one time I was like, listen, Steve, do you got to yell? Just, <laughs> you don't need to yell. Just express. How, how old were you when you said this? I was probably like 13 or 14. And you got a D in a class and that was the it thing? It was something like that. He was screaming at me because of my grades. And I was like all fucking, you know, bent out of shape. I was probably like 14. Was it the, yeah. was it the uh, presentation on Blackbird? No, that was much later. You're like, no, that was Jeff Bergeron running yell at me. But then my mom, yeah. So my mom was like, Steve, you don't have to yell. Just, you know, express what, you, you know, whatever calmly. You get the same message across. And then he started, he stopped yelling at me. Like from that down, he stopped yelling. He just was like, listen, man, you got to fucking really? get your grades up because you don't want to be a piece of shit, right? Do you want to be a piece of shit? And I was like, no. He's like, then get the grades up. Like yeah, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And it clicked in my head. I was like, oh, fuck, you really don't need to be yelling at people. Granted, I did drive like my Ford Explorer across his lawn. He was like, what the fuck? Do not do that ever again. And I was like, oh, okay. No, no some, sometimes yelling is, is warranted, is good because, especially like with safety shit. Like, I think if, right. if I had a, a five year old that just ran across the street, oh, yeah. I would scream at him hysterically so that he's traumatized from the idea of doing that. Yeah, like if my if like life or death shit, I think you know you got to fucking yell. Like kids don't want to listen; they just don't listen. Like especially little kids. Like right. if my niece stands on a dangerous thing and I go get down from there, and she's not listening, I would get down from there. I go get down from there. Yeah. The only thing you can do is but escalate. If, if your dad back in twenty two thousand three. Would get that? She would never go on a fucking. Oh, table you'd again. get right the fuck. So down. it is efficient. Oh, it's real. It's a real good thing. That but you need to use that you need to use sometimes. But that's little little kids. It's a tool in a toolbox that is necessary to have in the. Well, because you can't really reason with with kids no. at a certain age. You can't. You just have to go. This is bad, and here's why. I'm gonna create. I mean, that is reasoning. You just have to say this is bad, and then they get scared. I'm gonna create a reaction that you don't like. So you never want it to happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the next thing? Oh, the Methuen Fire Department. Right, dude. Okay. So I scheduled, still do and did, schedule smoke inspections all the fucking time. And the way it used to be is you'd go to the Methuen Fire Department. Be like, I want to schedule a smoke inspection. And she'd take out this lady. She'd take out her book. 
and she'd flip through and she'd be like, how about Wednesday at fucking 10 o'clock? And you're like, fine. And then you write her a check and you hand it to her. And then you leave. And then on the day you wait at the house for the fire department to come and they inspect the place. Right. Yeah. Decent system. Decent scene. And their whole thing is we'll be there between like nine and ten. <laughs> so you got to sit in the park in the f- driveway for an hour and wait. Yeah. Like a peasant. So say my thing was between nine and ten. Eight forty five. I show up. I wait. That's smart. You know, got to be early because if they miss you, they tell you to go fuck yourself. Yep. So I'm waiting. <laughs> you're like, you're like, Dad, I'm in a meeting. Can you just be there when the fire department shows up? And then he tells you, he goes, I refuse the inspection. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, you show up at 845. You know what? I already lied. I already did a little bit of lying, and I didn't even mean to. I didn't even fucking mean to. I remember I pulled up at like 9.02. Jesus. I know. Two minutes late. And just waited from 9.02 to like 10.15. And then I called, and I was like, hey, like I'm supposed to have an inspection today, blah, blah, blah. And the lady's like, oh, well, they're out on a call. I was like, uh, okay. And she's like, you know, it's... It's the fire department. Sometimes there's emergencies. You're going to just have to wait. And I was like, okay. So then I waited until like 11.15. I waited a whole nother hour. Jesus. And I called again. And I was like, listen, I've been here for like two hours. I'm just waiting for this inspection that I have scheduled. She goes, what's the address? I tell her. She goes, oh, no, you failed. I go, what do you mean I failed? I've been here for fucking two hours. They never came. She goes, no, they came and you weren't there. So you fa- they failed you. So she, she couldn't. She had this information from when she originally told you that they're dealing with an emergency hang tight she probably did she must have right so then i'm like what the fuck she goes so you're gonna have to come in and schedule another appointment so i'm like what the fuck so then i like hang up and i rip down there also don't you find too that the more pointless someone's job is like that lady's job or i should say the least mentally stimulating or physically demanding a job is the more oh yeah authoritarian they are yeah because she's a nobody with a city job so the only sense of satisfaction she gets is by demonstrating what little power she has yeah she has a minuscule slice of power yeah because if anyone wants a smoke inspection they have to go to this fucking lady it's always really hard working or successful people they're hardly ever assholes Hardly ever. At least if, you know, that that would be the type that you'd have to deal with people on the phone. Right. Like what normal person would go, oh, yeah, no, you failed. I know I've talked to you twice within the last two hours and you've been waiting in a driveway. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you failed. Yeah. You'd go, oh, wait, uh, this re- this is really bad. Right. But anyway, continue. Yeah, so rip down to the fucking fire department, kick the goddamn door in. I didn't, but I just went inside. Yeah, this sounds great. This sounds like something I would do. And I was like, uh, yeah, just waited at a house for two hours, and I guess I have to schedule reschedule my smoke inspection because you said I failed even though nobody ever showed up. She got so pissed. Love it. And was like, you weren't at the inspection. You fail. You have to pay a reinspection fee, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I was there on time. I'm like yelling at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And she's like, when do you want to do the reinspection? And I'm like, fucking, I don't know, whenever the next one is. And she's like, okay, that's $150. I go, $150 fucking dollars. It's not $150. She was yeah, squeezing yeah. me because it's $50. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, this is bullshit. It's not $150. She goes, it's $150. So I cut her a check and I fucking threw it at her. Nice. And she's like, Wednesday the 5th at fucking whatever o'clock. I was like, fine, and fucking left. And the fire chief was behind her the entire time when I'm screaming at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the fire chief calls fucking either Katie or my mom. I forget which one. And goes, "Is are you related to Timothy Early? Is Tim's mom there? <laughs> and they were like, uh, yeah. And they could just go, I don't think it's a good idea if he ever comes back to the fire department again. Are you kidding me? And I was like, okay. So then for a brief period of time, I had to like hire people to, I had to like pay Julia. Yeah. Yeah. That proxies five bucks to go to the fucking fire department to schedule a smoke for me and shit. It was oh. bullshit. And then eventually it just all fizzled out and then they just did them online now. So now it's fine. Dude. But she like that. I think, but I got so pissed and she was being a cunt. So that's you- the thing. I, I don't think yelling at people that are just doing their job is ever appropriate, but yelling at people that are being unreasonable and extra cunty, fuck yeah. I mean, in what world is this where you wouldn't be the guy where everyone goes, oh shit, that sucks. You were just waiting for two hours and no one showed up. Yeah. The 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 world in which you're the irate lunatic for yeah. complaining about this. And then okay, the irony is the type of lady that is sent into a hissy fit because you're complaining about waiting for two hours. Yeah. Imagine how she would act if she were waiting for two hours. Oh, she'd be ten times worse. Can I get the green bottle opener thing? Oh yeah. But um yeah, no, every now and again, you got to kick some ass, you know? No, it's true. Like, like I don't, I almost always regret being rude to people when a ridiculous scenario is, but at the same time, I am almost, I don't never rude to people. Almost never. I'm only rude to people if a arbitrary, stupid rule is being enforced and the person who's enforcing it seems to be sympathetic with the rule. So, for instance, one of the last times I was really rude to somebody, and I, you know, you always regret it a little bit, but at the same time, I it, I still sleep fine at night. But we, I don't know if you were there. It was definitely me, Eric, Dave Moriarty. Did you, were you there to see John Mayer at uh, Meadow Creek yep. or whatever? Sure fucking was, dude. Worst sounding fucking place ever. And then, so I go up. We were like 23 or 24 at the time. Philip Philipson or whatever the fuck opened for him. Whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah. Yeah. So I go up. I stand in line for a beer. Fuck. Oh, I remember this. An overpriced beer. Yeah, fuck. I remember this. And uh, she goes, yeah, I need some ID. So I go, all right, that's fine. So I give her the ID. And it's some fucking Canadian beer I don't even want, but they only sold like two types of... It was like Heineken and some Canadian thing. Fuck. Um, So she goes, yeah, give me your ID. So I give her that. 
And then she says, oh, I need uh, another form of ID because you're under 25 and your license is out of state because we were in New Hampshire. So I go, oh, no problem. So I give her my debit card. And uh, she looks at it and she goes, oh, sorry. It's not uh, signed on the back. (laughs) I remember this so vividly. (laughs) And so I start laughing. And I'm like, all right, what do I owe? She's like, no, 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 I, I can't serve you this. It's not signed on the back. And I, and I go, how does this make any sense? Like, th- th- that's a person that ought to be yelled at, because I'm not saying. Well, then, fucking devastate the lady. But one, she's interpreting the rules wrong, but she's also gleefully enforcing this twisted view of the ruling. So then I'm getting mad. I I gave her like three chances to see the absurdity of it. Yeah. And then I go, and I feel better because I don't think I swore at her, but I said, you're telling me it's easier to get my name inscribed in Braille on this debit card than to sign the back of it. And she goes, all I need to know, all I'm told is that this, the card has to be signed. Which, how the fuck is that true? That's not the rule. And then the I go, all right, give me a pen. And then she gives me a pen and I sign it. And she goes, well, I just saw you do that. You go, yeah? Okay. I do not remotely feel bad for exoriating this woman. Yeah. And... She refused to serve me, and all the people behind me thought I was an asshole. I mean, did they, though? Well, Dave was behind me, and he said that when I walked away, the lady that was in front of Dave was like, oh, my God, that guy, what an asshole. He's so rude. Uh, and I'm like, did you hear the fucking exchange? <laughs> Clearly not. The Here's what society needs. Well, and right? the, the way the story ends, folks, is... He went from that line where he just signed his card into the line right next to it and bought a beer right next to that lady that just refused to sell a beer. Yeah. Because the thing wasn't signed. Yeah, the guy goes, Oh, it's signed. All right, we're good. <laughs> and uh And just so you know what the rule is, the rule is if it's not signed, you're supposed to ask for a form of ID to to match the names. That's what the rule is. Yes. And I'm not saying um uh, I hate when, for example, like you alluded to earlier, if some 18-year-old works in customer service. You've had a really bad experience with the company that in no way involved the the young girl answering the phone. I hate when people are rude to that girl, right? Mm-hmm. Because, again, you're shooting the messenger here. But I think the way most absurd authoritarian rules get expelled is when you make the people who have to enforce it so uncomfortable of enforcing it. Right. That's when dumb rules go away is sorry. Fuck. When you see that a rule is stupid, like your signature needs to be on the back of a debit card after you've already provided a photo ID with the same name on the card. Um, you, 
need to make the person enforcing that go, yeah, this is fucking stupid. Don't worry about it. Right. But when the people enforcing the stupid rules are so impassioned about enforcing it, listen, we're just then you've got serious problems. We're just told that we need to just round up all the Jewish people and kill them. But you see why this doesn't make any sense, right? Well, yeah, but listen, still, tell that to I, my boss. I don't make the rules here, buddy. I just gotta do my job. Tell that to my boss. Yeah, and. Uh, I just think we're losing, we've become too obedient now, where lawyers and HR have ruined the country, the culture. Mm. Okay, this is where we're at in America. If I get cocked one night, okay? Yep, you get a cock up your ass. And... Oh, you mean drunk. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. We'll get to that other point later. But let's say I'm walking home from Hampton. Yep. Cocked. Cocked. It's 1 a.m. He's fucking wasted. And I stumble in your house. Let's say we're doing a podcast and some drunk guy stumbles in. Yeah. So now it's not me anymore. It's It's some other. It's like a dream where the dream starts one way and then finishes another way. Yeah. So if the guy walks in. People just shapeshift. And then we're kicking him out. And he goes, oh, fuck you. I don't know where I am. And we go, get the fuck out of here. And he gets so mad that he punches your glass door. Yep. And then he fucking cuts an artery. So we keep podcasting. We're like, what the fuck is that? What an idiot. And then he goes out and bleeds to death on your lawn. Right. You're fucking liable for that. Yeah, now I'm in trouble. What fucking world? What in the fuck? Yeah, I... I Lawyers have ruined the country. Listen. And HR are the frontline workers of lawyers. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Listen, I get it. Listen, I get it. Safety. I saw on uh, the internet today, because I quit, you know, I quit Instagram, but I'll still view uh, certain things. Some fucking lunatic, Karen shows me. The girl, she sends a picture of her daughter. The daughter's four, or maybe five. No, I think she's like four, and she has a Walgreens Band-Aid on her arm, and the caption says, "Been waiting for this day for a long time." Now, I'm not an anti-vaxer, but if you're giving a five-year-old a COVID vaccine, you're nuts. Yeah, you're out of your goddamn mind. You are. Nuts. Because all things being equal, the thing against which this experimental drug is supposedly to vaccinate isn't even harmful to children. Nope. What is going on with it's all safety, safety. And the irony is uh you're actually making the most reckless thing. Why would you ever vaccinate a kid under the age of eighteen? Against COVID. Uh, so you ask, you're asking me that, and the answer is I never would. So I, that's no. But even you... like just you know everyday people, what the fuck are you doing? Listen, I, I listen. I don't know. I don't fucking know what they're doing. I don't. People are fucking nuts. I fucked up. But anyway, well, with that being said, I got emails. <laughs> 
Let's see what we got. We got motherfucking some Danny Vergeron emails. <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he sent two emails. One email was to correct terminology he used in the first email. So now I need to edit. Oh, okay. So this the, one you don't I need to it. note the correction. You'll just correct. You'll correctly say the first email. Uh, I'm sorry. Say, what? Say that again? No, no, no. Just pretend I didn't say anything. Okay. The difference between Biden and Bush are Biden is a creep <laughs> and Bush was a homosexual cheerleader in high school at Phillips Academy. <laughs> Easy question, guys. <laughs> Both suck ass at their jobs. Can be said about most politicians in government. That's a pre- that's pretty good. That is excellent. That's pretty fucking good. That is an excellent point. The difference, the difference between Bush and Biden is Biden is a creep and Bush was a gay male cheerleader. Wow, that this, is one hundred percent. This next that is a great email from Danny B. This next email is also fantastic. Is this from Danny? No, this is from Sam Sullivan. Oh, unbelievable! <laughs> is oh okay. That Folks, Danny email oops. is fucking hilarious. She writes. Is it immature to say, but she started it, even if the other person did really start it? I know I'm in my mid-20s, but I feel like I would still say this. No, I don't think it's immature because um, I don't think... You're just stating a fact. I don't think punching back is the same thing as throwing the punch. So if you were to extrapolate that metaphor to, to apply to arguments, the same... Rules of logic would hold up. I think it's not what you say. It's how you say it. So if you say it like, well, she started it. Yeah, that's gay. You're probably a little immature. Yeah. If you say, listen, guys, she started it. So I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we're at a dinner, right? So if I'm if I'm at dinner with people that that I don't know, um, politics never comes up as a rule. Because I like getting along with everybody. And I hate not if I if I don't know the person. Gotcha. If I don't know their politics, right? Because again, I want to just get along, and I hate this idea that politics has to come into fucking. Oh, listen, I get it. Well, I do. I really do. But there will be an occasion where we're out to dinner. Here's the thing: it's a unspoken rule when you go out to dinner with me that politics. Do not come up again. If I know I agree with you on shit, it's that's that's the topic of conversation. Well, because it's not going to be controversial. I, right. don't, I don't like controversy. Right. When I'm trying to have fun with dinner, and again, I don't. I have lots of friends who disagree with me on a bunch of shit. I don't care about that. But I'm just saying, as a rule, I don't bring it up. So if we're talk. out to eat with a couple, the mm. couple what, with whom I know I disagree politically, I don't bring anything up. Right. But oh, if Jesus. if someone brings it up and oh. is comparing January 6th to 9-11, I'm sorry, I can't not correct you on this. Right. So now, now this is a hypothetical. This doesn't happen, but... Well, like in so, the, now, so now yeah. they, they compare 9-11 to an insurrection, right? So I'm forced to say... Right. Yeah. 
a bunch of geriatrics uh, that Isco, not a single person had a firearm, but where they're going to take over the United States of America. It's it's so third grade. It's hard to even reply succinctly. But so now she brought it up. I'm just doing a little. You know, it's a tennis match. I'm we're volleying. Yep. Which is normal. Normal. Now it gets heated. Now the husband gets in. He's red in the face. You know the people that they don't talk at high volumes, but you yeah. can tell they're deeply upset. He's not there to volley. He's there to play Chinese ping pong. Yes, exactly. And then now it's super fucking aggressive. And now Karen's going, guys, 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 Tim, stop, stop. And I go, well, she started it. That's perfect. Because oh yeah, it really was her. That's 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 pretty that's pretty good. Don't we all respect the no man's land? It's like the uh, what's the name? What was the Christmas Eve where the uh, Americans and the Germans played soccer together between trenches? They had a they had a ceasefire. I do know what you're talking about, uh, but I don't remember the name of it. Me either. But that's that's what dinner's like with me. You know, some people listen to this podcast. And they go, oh, this guy's this guy's insane with his stupid views. You know what? We can still grab dinner and be fine. But somebody brings up something controversial. You're gonna come at them. Well, I'm just gonna say, well, I'm gonna rebut it if it's refutable. Like the people that got up and stormed out of Wing's table. Oh, that guy was yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, no, no, that's absolutely right. Because again, they brought it up. Yeah, they brought up the COVID lockdown because they assume that everyone's a liberal like them. Yeah, and I said, is, is, "Have has there been a single study that definitively says lockdowns did less harm than good?" And then the guy got all red in the face, mad, because it's all emotion with most people. Most people like again, I don't have views or ideas. I just look at stuff and I go, "Yeah, that seems to be not true or true." And I don't want to dive too deep into this, but. I mean, they're obviously turning the freaking frogs gay, and it's not they fucking are. funny. It's not fucking funny. I'm sick of being socially engineered. Uh, that goes without saying. But I'll try to just stay on the surface of this for the most part. But Ooh. Uh, well, uh, people that like to say things like, you know, uh, trust the science. Okay? Yeah. Sure. And then you go, okay, do women have cocks? And they go, well... Except for the fact that there's, and I don't want to use the phrase community because I hate when people say that. But there's yeah, a group, community is okay. There's a group of let's say scientists that believe a certain thing. Okay, uh huh. It's their life's work to prove this thing that they believe in. And if anyone else comes along and disproves the thing that they have been spending their lives, it's a personal attack. Exactly, they feel personally attacked. And therefore, you must be destroyed. Not let's just all scientifically disagree. It's you go against me as a person. So fuck you. I'm going to kill you and ruin your whole life. That's what science in some senses has become. Actually, we did go to dinner. Uh... <laughs> so you can't trust the science when the science is. I did. Uh, actually, I did actually have a funny. Uh, let's hear it. Stump question. because We were at dinner one time. And they were talking about the lockdowns of COVID. Yes. And I go, uh, I go, yeah, no, the lockdowns were a disaster. It didn't save 
any lives. And the person kind of conceded. They're like, yeah, you know, at the time we didn't know much. And I, <laughs> and I don't even think they knew my politics, but I said, no, no, no. I understand science is always evolving. It's changing. When I was growing up, I thought uh, women couldn't have penises. (laughs) 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 And then I just watched them... I just watched them go. <laughs> I just watched them go. Wait, is he on my side? Fuck. What do I do here? They're at, they're at quite a crossroads. This is how hard I laughed. When... When Morgan's dad was making a heartwarming speech. <laughs> oh, God, Eric. About how much he loves his daughter. And Eric just goes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Shit. Eric, Eric so seldomly gets cocked that when he does it, he he's so uninhibited <laughs> that it's the funniest thing. I totally I totally forgot about the rooster clock. <laughs> It was either that or he goes, like he did. I know. I'm. It's. I can hear the sounds in my head because I've seen him do that before. Oh, for fuck's sake! And then his his uh, his ridiculous belches are so fucking funny. I like pull the fucking muscle, dude. Jesus Christ! Oh man! And the fact that I was wheezing so hard and it was just going from the microphone back into my headphones (laughs) was making me wheeze even harder. And it just kept. It was a vendor loop. I know. I I was just content to listen to the wheeze. <laughs> I'll probably have to boost the audio so that the wheeze is very audible. I think it's gonna be audible, but we'll see. That was a great wheeze. Oh, good lord. Um. Do we? So Matt Boucher didn't. Boo didn't get his email in on time. Boo did not get his email in. He he said he probably wouldn't. He was like, "I'm running out of time, boys." And I was like, listen, man, it's fine. Just get it in when you can get it in. Yeah, that's all right. There's always uh, next week, you know? Frankly, when you look at what they're saying about me, it's all great things, fantastic things. Dude, I swear I have a personal email just to open stuff and delete it. Is that true? I'm going to say every morning... 99% 99% of all emails I get, I just hit edit, swipe up, and then just delete them. Holy shit. The golf the golf one is there. I'll keep that. And uh, unless I have to change my password or something. Right. Oh, you know what's stupid about Crystal Lake? Tell me. Fun course. Can always get on. Uh, have fond memories of Crystal. But... So usually when you book a tea time online, oh yeah, oh yep, it'll say, "All right, you got to pay when you book online. You got to pay right there." Yep. But typically, what I've been doing is 
I find a spot online and then I call the course. And, and the time's I just, different? And I make the reservation. I don't need oh, to put okay. anything down. Yeah. So that's been my uh, life hack, to use a phrase nice. that we both hate. But um, Crystal, there's no option. You got to book it online, right? So I took last week, I sent in a, you know, I told my boss I was taking off next Friday, meaning this upcoming Friday. Mm. And I go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to golf fuck. He gives a shit. Yeah. So I text my Uncle Mark. I go, you want to golf? Well, I texted you guys first, but you got to work and shit. Right, right. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's just golf. And I go, all right, I'll just make a, I go, if I make a foursome, do you think we can uh, find two other guys? He's like, yeah. So I go, all right. So then I go into Crystal. So I book it. I'm on. So right now I'm on the hook for 240 bucks. Jesus Christ. And, you know, I think we'll probably find two people. But if we don't... Why didn't you do the call thing? Because they don't allow that. Are you fucking kidding? They go, no, we're only online booking. Wow, dickheads. So... You know what else is kind of interesting? Anytime you said Crystal... Yeah? My mind pictured Crystalia. Really? And then you didn't finish the... The Ia? Yeah. Crystal, yeah. Is he back now? He's back. He's stomach. He's making like a stomach. <laughs> Do you think he's regained the same audience as before? Uh, probably at least most. Most of probably it. Probably equal. <clears throat> probably most of it. I he. No, that, that's good because yeah. I he never actually did anything real bad, right? It just text. I don't think so. Uh, he lost my like listenership for a while more because. He just turned not funny and. Uh, oh, yeah. Wasn't he getting a little. Uh, <clears throat> he got real dark. Stream of consciousness, depressed guy. Yeah. Which you can do if you're like Theo Vaughn. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. If Theo Vaughn's doing that, you can't also do that. But Theo Vaughn expresses dark thoughts in a funny way. Yeah. And just as totally was always like that. And it was just is just always like an honest yeah, person. Yeah. So you can't go from being like a fucking you know, funny bro to then being like, oh, well, now, though. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm heartfelt like Theo Vaughn. It's like, no, but are you, though? You know, I don't know. Either way. his show was really funny. Yeah, and he got real dark for a bit, and I stopped listening, lost interest, and then. Well, then his brother started a podcast, right? Yeah, which I haven't listened to still. But and um, he thought he was edgy because he, he was left wing. Yeah. And he thought he was edgy. Because he would have Republicans on, but were also left. but he would only have never Trump Republicans, right? On, and they'd agree on everything, right? <laughs> Whoa, you're blowing my mind. Wait a minute. Well, you're really down the middle. But then at one point, Kev was like, "Oh, just so you know, Crystalia crossed like the threshold again. He's back to being funny." And I was like, "Oh, so now I've been slowly listening again." And he's he had me wheezing today on the car again. Not as hard as this. I still think, but I was wheezing the. Uh, the robot graduation oh, is so good. That that's probably the five tightest minutes of comedy gold I've heard on a podcast. I agree, especially because it was clearly all improvised. Yep, and it was just pure gold and very accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. <coughs> now I got the wheezies, dude, because I wheeze laugh. <laughs> yeah. 
Once you once you get that uh, that muscle going, oh, uh, once you break, it doesn't that let you seal. forget it. No, doesn't, doesn't, does it? Doesn't fuck. Oh, you got a wheezing fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Listen, probably good, right? Probably equal. I mean, we didn't talk about fucking anything this entire time, anyways. So. No, and why, we got a good reason. Why continue? Why? Why? Listen. Why keep talking when we could just not talk? It has the same effect because we're going to talk about nothing. So you can either talk about nothing or not talk about anything. Same fucking thing. That's very true. It's the same thing as the being angry and the not being angry. Whether yep. you're an angry asshole or a chilling bro, it doesn't change the situation. That's very true. So whether we keep talking or stop talking right now, still nothing's going to come out of our mouths. Exactly. So fucking that's it, dude. Like you said, the statements coming out of your mouth are the same regardless. So just make your attitude a little bit more positive, you know? Yeah. It's dot, the dot Tim's at gmail.com. Just send us a uh, email about either a question or a thought or, a, you know, anything. Just fucking anything. dude. Send me a picture of your face. I don't give a fuck. That's all there is to it. That was painfully great. Oh, what's in the box? Status as fat and unimportant. How do we? Well, I'm I'm not in a position. I I I. to shit. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. How dare you? Well, I want to be absolutely clear. You do need to get back to the